This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Have you been watching A.D. The Bible Continues on NBC? Not only have I been watching it, I've been DVRing both so that I can uh, actually go back and watch it again or watch certain parts of it. Uh, I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and it is uh, continuing on. I had the distinct pleasure yesterday of uh, heading down to Channel 12 to the studios there and having a conversation with the actress that plays Mary Magdalene. And uh, I, it's just, I don't know, I do I have the most incredible job to get to do stuff like this? Absolutely. And uh, what I found was not only uh, is she a great actress, but she is a delightful person to spend time with. And, uh, you know, it's TV, so the audio's different than uh, my microphone here. We're uh, in a room, but uh, I just wanted to play this conversation for you. Again, A.D., the Bible continues, the actress that plays Mary Magdalene. My name is Chipo Chung, and I play Mary Magdalene. Uh, and I actually played Mary Magdalene when I was in high school. Oh, wow. I grew up in Zimbabwe. I went to the Dominican convent, a Catholic school, so was uh, educated by German nuns. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was very close with them. Um, and I played Mary Magdalene, J.C. Superstar. Uh, when I was at school. Um, and coming to this role, I guess that because of my background, when I heard that they were casting it, I knew, oh, I thought I knew exactly who the character was, and, and I, I really did think that's my part. Um, uh, actually, uh, when the day before my audition, uh, I got a call from my agent saying that they were already down to the last three and they didn't need to see me. Oh, boy. Uh, and I was obviously very upset about <laughs> that because you at least want the chance to have your talent seen. Sure. Um, but then, you know, uh, there's a phrase I learned in Morocco, um, in, in, in Islam, they say, Inshallah, which is God willing, <laughs> or thy will be done. You have to say, well, Inshallah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, but then two weeks later, I got a call and they said, can you come in today? And I went in that day, did a screen test, and that was it. Wow. It was done. So That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, when you say you have uh, you do a lot of research on your characters before you play them, what did you learn about uh, Mary Magdalene that you didn't know before? Like you said, you, you thought you knew the character, but when you studied up, what did you learn new? Well, in she's been portrayed in art um, so many times. I love Renaissance paintings, like the mm-hmm. Italian Renaissance paintings. And she was always seen as this fallen woman who um, Jesus uh, was able to save uh, her life and, and she was repentant. Um, so I always thought of her as a prostitute. And of course, when I started doing the research, I discovered that that's nowhere written in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Nowhere says that. It was Pope Gregory I in the fourth century who conflated her with a number of other women in the Bible and said she must be uh, the prostitute and she must be the seven demons that Jesus healed her of must have been the seven deadly sins. And mm-hmm. so this mythology began. 
uh, and so it was a real eye-opener for me to realize that and it was a slander and I think it's a, an easy slander that has been made in a patriarchal society that if a woman works with men um, you know her sexuality has to come into question when actually uh, she was extremely courageous and she obviously had a very special relationship with Jesus and I think the special relationship it has to do with her witnessing mm. she was a witness of the crucifixion yeah. I mean you know when you when right. you look at the gospels and you say where was she for sure for sure she was at the crucifixion the deposition the burial that is where she is named and then she's named uh, at the resurrection and I think it was her courage um, when all the men had run away, her courage to stay there and to witness the gruesome horror of Jesus's torture and murder, to be with him through that so that from the cross he could see her and his women friends that they had not run away, um, that was her gift to him and, and for that I think she was rewarded with the gift of being the first witness of his resurrection. Two incredibly powerful scenes uh, from that episode. One right there at the crucifixion when you're there with uh, Mary, his mom, and then the tomb scene. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, the depth of understanding for that moment had to be pretty powerful even just acting, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was a, it was a very special scene to shoot, but I think all all of those um, I mean the reason why the story has has lasted forever and changed the world is 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 we have all experienced um, those things. We've experienced grief. We've experienced loss. Um, we've prayed for the souls of friends of ours who've passed away, uh, and the miracle that they could be resurrected and that all of our positive wishes for them could come true you know that's that's momentous and I think it's something that we've we've all wished so um. I had the occasion to be in Israel last October mm -hmm. and we were one of the very first people to uh, publicly view the uh, synagogue at Magdala which is quite obviously Mary mm -hmm. Magdala mm -hmm. that was a place where Jesus taught. We know for a fact that he had to have been there because of the relationship with Mary Magdalene. And I have to say it was one of the most powerful moments of our whole trip uh, to Israel. And what's kind of interesting connection to you personally is they were actually excavating for the parking lot of a uh, Catholic retreat center that for priests to go, they were getting ready to have this great locale, peaceful, off the Sea of Galilee, and they find the synagogue wow. of Magdala. Wow. So that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to. So I'm, I'm even, I, what that caused me to do was come back and do like you've done and read more on Mary Magdalene. And I found some of the, the same things that what an incredible uh, character in the Bible that has been overlooked uh, a lot. She has been overlooked. Now you did an incredible job in, in bringing her to the screen now some behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you made a couple of references to the, you know, the boys' club almost frat environment because they're 
you were outnumbered by quite a few. I know. <laughs> it's about 10 to 1. <laughs> and there are some um, wonderful actresses who come on board. Uh, Claire Cooper, who plays Herodias. Um, and coming up, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, uh, who is mentioned in the Bible as, as a friend of Mary Magdalene, a wonderful actress coming up. But for most of the time, it was me and the guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And what was that like for you to be in that environment? Obviously, the conditions are you know, not the best in the world to be uh, filming. So you got to keep it light somehow, right? Yeah, well, uh, I'm very serious on camera and I'm actually, yes, I'm very serious at work, but I have uh, a lot of fun off camera. And I had a, uh, a one of my friends said to me uh, before starting the job that you have to make the set your home. Mm. You know, you've got, to, you've got to feel absolutely comfortable there. And I did, and uh, I, I, I'm quite childish on set, actually. <laughs> well, that's good, good to have fun. Uh, Roma has talked many times about some just spectacular things that happened during the filming. What are some things that come to mind for you as just kind of a uh, whoa moment? Well, I had a funny experience with Juan Pablo de Pache, who plays Jesus. He had gone off to the desert for four days on a retreat by himself because he wanted to have that uh, experience of solitude. He didn't tell anyone this because he's, he's quite secretive. And I went off uh, on a separate journey, actually with the, another boys club, which was the cast of um, Killing Jesus, because they were shooting at the same time. So I went off with them. Uh, and we went on the seven-hour drive on this road trip with um, these guys and landed up uh, at this auberge on the edge of the sand dunes. And who do I bump into? But Juan Pablo, huh. he had come to the exact same wow. place at the exact same time. Uh, and unfortunately, he was looking for solitude and got a whole football club. <laughs> <laughs> but then I stayed on for a second night in the desert and Juan Pablo spent it, and I spent it together. We both would um, uh, meditate separately uh, and then come back together for dinner and then go out for walks separately in the desert. And that was really special experience and really special bonding because obviously for the character, uh, Mary Magdalene, has a, a special re relationship with Jesus and absolutely loves him and then he leaves uh, so it was wonderful that that gift was given and it was complete serendipity uh -huh. that we found each other in the Moroccan desert that's very neat I think in the uh, some of the scenes before the rest of the apostles have seen uh, the resurrected Jesus where you come in with an incredible amount of confidence uh, being in that boys club offset had to have helped with that ability to kind of bring the hammer on the screen as well. Is that true? Yeah, do you know, I went to an all-girls school. Um, I grew up with a single mom and very much in a women's environment. So growing up, um, being exposed to, to highly mascu masculine men, I found quite difficult. But I have grown up now and I give... Uh, better than I get, you know. If anyone starts to boss me around, I, I, I will put them. I'll put them in their place. So I got to practice that offset as well. So. What do you hope that uh, viewers take away from uh, AD overall and your character in particular? Well, I, I've uh, just developed a, such a even greater respect for Christianity by the depiction AD the Bible continues of the horrifically torturous and oppressive world that they lived in. I somehow hadn't gotten that, even though mm. I'd read all the Gospels. I hadn't gotten that the context of Jesus' Gospel was a world in which people were being crucified all the time. Right. I mean, there was one historical event where 5,000 Jewish people were crucified by the Romans. Right. I, I, I didn't get that. So to, to be in the face of that and come up with a theory of love, um, I, I found that quite profound. 
Um, as far as uh, Mary Magdalene is concerned, I think the, the divinity in women, the divine act of, of witnessing trauma, um, and the fact that women, women do that quiet work all the time, that they are steadfast, that they are faithful, and that often their work is invisible mm. uh, and not true. given the respect that it's due. Um, I, I, I look around me and, and I'm seeing, you know, I see that kind of uh, Magdalene presence in women around me more. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you and your gracious uh, uh, consideration for giving our audience a chance to hear from you. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Lovely speaking to you. I told you she was a delight to be with. A.D., the Bible continues. You can see it this Sunday night, Channel 12, local broadcast NBC, 8 p.m. Be like me. Have it uh, DVR'd as well. Uh, also, have you had a chance to check out the online show that is called Beyond AD, the first ever NBC Entertainment digital talk show companion series? Now, it launched uh, right along with um, the to go along with AD, the Bible continues. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. In fact, Chipo is on this week. Also, uh, uh, Kirk Cameron is going to be on very soon. All of these uh, wonderful things because of new technology. uh, First and foremost, check out AD, the Bible continues this Sunday night on NBC. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.